podcast listeners. If you hear my voice right now, I need you to do something for me. I want you to take out your phone or on your computer, go to Apple Podcasts, search for Ask Your Old Head Podcast. You'll see my, my logo, my little picture, my little image there. Find the show. Please rate and write a review. It's a small thing, but it helps others find this work and find what I'm doing here. And it really, really matters, uh, as small as that may seem. So if you could please do that uh, before we get into the show, I very much appreciate it. Thank you for listening. Let's get into it. Peace. Peace. I'm Justin. Justice Raji. Man. So, um, you know, we was going to try to jump. Jump right into it. And, um, you know, I think the first thing we're going to start with it, it, is I want to just speak on a little bit of this Deshaun Watson situation. And I think we may have glanced or touched on it at different points at some time in the past. But the interesting note that I'm just as monitoring since the the the, the ruling from the administrator uh, came out and, you know, the the there was the leak prior that the league, you know, they went into whatever the arbitration conversation was about that. They wanted a, you know, a year and an indefinite suspension. And it was a signaling within that, that they leaked that, that, you know, the arbitrator was likely to not rule that. Um, and there's all this, you know, I don't, I'm not here to legislate, uh, you know what? What clearly looks like he's a fucking weird dude, at a minimum. To some, you know, someone who, uh, if he was looking to pay for services, there's a way to make sure that everybody that wants to do that agreed to that when they showed up to the meeting. And he doesn't seem to be a person that understands that, and that can be uh, wildly dangerous, um, and unsafe. And he's definitely on the, you know. Um, the old school community uh, rule, which hopefully we're getting better, where we'll be like, wait, who's, who, who was they over there with? No, 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 no. No, no, I'll be right back. You know what I'm saying? Because that ain't the person you you both let your cousin get in the car with kind of kind of dude or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Them, um, them type of rules. Um, and it's, it's so, yeah. So, you know, his behavior itself, as at least alleged in what appears to be, you know, um, happening with him. But the the thing that I'm curious about, right, and 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 processing, is you have um, basically a situation where we're asking your employer to to almost hold you to a higher kind of public and moral, you know, social whatever standard than the public entity, right, is asking you to do, and. And I, and I think there's a place for public facing, you know, especially if you're in service or, or work that your integrity as a person directly impacts your credibility to do your job. Right. So, you know, someone's worked in human services for most of the last 20 years. My, you know, my public self does impact my credibility to be working, especially sometimes with folks in vulnerable um compromised you know uh, positions or in, in in need in that I'm not someone that you know has, has demonstrated the capacity that I can't be trusted to what do the right thing um and I understand the 
sort of the you know i mean i you know i mean i guess we we lived through the 90s and the the famous uh charles barkley like i'm not a role model piece and all that and the kind of breaking of that idea but we you know we have the american tradition of like sports athlete as role model to the kids and 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 there is something too at least like if the kids ask like so why don't some people like you know that quarterback and then someone having to explain well he may or may not have done you know various you know nefarious and disrespectful acts and victimizing acts against women in the in you know and da, 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 da. like that would be i can understand someone's angst and so anyway let me fast forward <laughs> what i'm trying to get to is one this notion of like as a as a observing pub <clears throat> public wanting like the, whatever the punishment is, feeling like the punishment is not sufficient, also not necessarily articulating what would be sufficient punishment. And, and I want to reference just because I think it's really important. This all goes back to the um, the Ray Rice situation in that ultimately Ray Rice never really played football again. Now, even though his suspension was not as long as folks wanted it to be, he never really, he never played football again. That was basically it. It was a wrap. Um, no one would resign him. Uh, and I ain't saying that they should have. I'm just saying if if our if that's our, you know, of a, of a obviously a much more, you know, uh, a different circumstance. Um, but as a to understand, like and also that in a weird way, they like the man didn't play football last year and they didn't officially say it was because of this. But like we all know it was because of this. <laughs> So you put all that together and it, it gets to this weird thing of like, how do we stay within our values as, as, as a public around holding people accountable for their actions, right? And the number of other worlds where professionally there's more than likely someone who has done something that we'd be like, oh, that's what you did off the, off the clock, you know, um, that, you know, maybe would require us to, to to reconsider like their role in the public sphere but i just think it's it's a, it's a, it's a strange bag so that was my opening thought on the deshaun watson thing so as always just your uh <clears throat> your verbal wizardry and communication some parallel <laughs> so start there yeah you know um so a couple things, like three points, I think, to, 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 to build off of what you're saying. Number one, and I guess this is a tough point, and I know that they're in the, in the new spaces, there are places that folks are talking about, pro-sex worker, and, and, you know, all those things. And I, I think everyone should be safe and healthy, and nobody should be put in positions where they're compromised. And I think it's this weird idea where people go for something that is not clear sex work but then expect sex work mm-hmm. and and it's almost something that everyone's not everyone not everyone i'll be clear now everyone's got comfortable with but this idea like i'm going to say this but it's going to end up over here so i'm going to mm-hmm. start with this but it's going to end up with a quote-unquote happy end mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then some people are there are some situations where that is totally kind of like an unspoken agreement and then there are situations where someone is like that's not the agreement and yeah. clearly he was a play, a person that went looking for those agreements where they were not continuously. Right. Which I think is the, the challenge and the kind of pathology, frankly, 
right? Like there's something that's to be said, like, okay, there's a set of people that you are, that you connect with acknowledging that there's an unspoken conversation, right? But when you go to 30 and 40 people and keep finding situations where it went overboard, then then that's a that's a challenge, right? Yeah. Absolutely. So I kind of want to just speak to the fact that, like, yeah, it might be somewhere, some places be unspoken, but like you should continue to go to those places where it's unspoken, not places where <laughs> we're not places where you're trying to test the waters and, and compromising people because they provide a service. Right. And, and to your point, like, yeah, you got to, you know, you know, how black folks say watch them over there, <laughs> watch them expletive over there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Like, because, you know, you just got to respect the rules of what you're engaging in. Um, so that's number one. Number two, you made a interesting point about people who work in human services and being expected to be live abide and live and abide by a higher form of character. I think it's a really unique idea where we expect where we pay people so little to not only do work with the most vulnerable members of our society, we then expect them to have immaculate character. Mm. While they do so. Yeah. And that implicit agreement, which is a challenge of the nonprofit industrial complex, right? I, I just got that is a really huge challenge. When we juxtapose the personal conduct of a person who throws around a football and tries to get it into a place where everyone can jump on each other and cheer. Mm-hmm. Now, we acknowledge that that person does that. And they do it at a high level so people make themselves rich off of this person and they have become rich and they make themselves rich. So therefore the NFL to your point has said, Hey, we expect something higher. Right. But it's hypocritical. (laughs) It's hypocritical on a number of levels. We know, for example, we just saw what happened with the dolphins. We know that the organization tampered and broke the rules. Mm -hmm. Like Stephen Ross broke the rules, not only with Tom Brady, but with Sean Bateman. Yeah. And you took draft picks and said he couldn't be around for six weeks. Yeah. You know he did it. Not I, I, he was found guilty. Like he was guilty. I just add to that. And, and they didn't, I mean, they just kind of said the reason that the, the tanking wasn't tanking is because the coach ended up not losing a lot, basically. Like right. not because they actually didn't were like, no, like so you mean like, like they were totally cool. We're tanking, you know what I'm saying? But like, it was a very circular logic as to why the, the tanking wasn't tanking because it was like, well, right. you know, like kind of because they ended up winning more. Because they, they expected, ended up winning, so. and he didn't tank versus, did you ask him to tank versus did they end up tanking? Like, hold on. Like, so so you juxtapose a person who obviously we started with our perspective on respect or, you know. Yeah. But settled claims and was found not guilty, Right. Again, not the not not the pinnacle of human behavior, not the paragon of human behavior at all. You know, but then you want to get him out for at least a year and find him eight million. Where someone that cheated in your sport <laughs> leaves for six weeks and you find him a million dollars, and this guy is the head of related company, Stephen Ross. What like? Now, I do understand, I think, this, and this is a reality of our, our society, there's a perspective of what people think he should be accountable for, right? Like you said, the challenge is that it's not clear, right? Mm-hmm. 
it's in no way clear what should happen to him. But the NFL is trying to legislate that. And then, and the, the last thing, you create a collective bargaining agreement between you and the union. You say, if it's a problem that y'all can't resolve, you go to a third person. Cool. The third person comes back with an answer. You don't like the answer, so now you take it to another court. What does that tell from a worker perspective? Yeah, yeah. And and even just to add it, the way that I think there was, you know, some of the reading around this and the, the, the thing that was significant was that basically, you know, like I said, the Goodell wrote in in his administration of the NFL kind of on this like cleaning up the the the, the madness of you know which which really was never as whatever people thought it was around i mean there were definitely issues there's always i mean in america every i mean put it like this if the nfl has issues sometimes with you know folks off the field behavior i guarantee you all of your much larger employers on, in our society have problems too right but we don't think you know we don't make that connection right and even uh, i would just say for all of us if we've experienced the phenomenon of over the last two years of, you know, um, you know, predominantly white folks wilding out in public and, you know, putting a black person off and then sometimes other people of color. But a lot of the videos that are most prominent are the ones involving black folks life in jeopardy um, via false claims or just, you know, verbally assaulting them and, you know, various things. And then their employers deciding that they're not really fit to be. <laughs> work for them anymore um like that that those phenomena we had right we had these two phenomena happening it's a if you have a the, the the problem that they've had with the league is is this sort of you know and, and the and the the players association agreed to some things where they would you know let they'll have this large sway but it ends up with you have wildly inconsistent rulings <laughs> so you got on this we did that and on that, we did this and, well, maybe we should do four games and then, oh, yeah, let's do eight. You know what I mean? Let's, you know, and, and the, the the problem I see in it is, and it's important that when we think about processes, it's like trying to use imperfect, not just imperfect, but <laughs> imperfect information, um, unclear expectations. Um, and even ultimately, like, what are we actually trying to achieve right now? If you're trying to uh, get a certain reaction out of making these decisions and these rulings. And I, I want to say this to make sure it's clear. None of this means I'm not I'm not a part of team. Well, like he ain't getting convicted or nothing until nothing bad happened. Like just because if any of y'all are that person <laughs> that's listening, it's like, yeah, he ain't do nothing wrong. Since he didn't go to get arrested or they couldn't file charges, he didn't do nothing wrong. Eh, this, 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 come on now. Right. Like, you know, there's sufficient evidence that if I was just put it like this, he wouldn't be able to work at our program. If I was working in the programming world, he wouldn't be able to work in no programs no more. <laughs> He'd be out. He'd be like, nah, dog. Like, your leisure as hell can't work here. <laughs> like, it, we, you know, your, your co-workers don't trust you. Families is coming up to us like, wait, he's still going to be coming back here? With the kids? Word? You know what I'm saying? Like, that, which, is, that... which, is, which is my point about <laughs> the irony of us having jobs that work directly with people who aren't, aren't, aren't paid well to have this such a high form of like character yeah. and everyone should have character. That's not my point. My point is like, that would be the biggest thing there, <clears throat> but is it the thing at Goldman Sachs? Is it the thing at target? 
Like, it, you, you know what I mean? And would it be the thing in the NFL if we weren't in the times we were in? And that's not that's not a support for it, but it is to say it is wildly inconsistent. And I wouldn't want to work nowhere where my union negotiated that we're going to abide by going to a third party. The third party essentially says, you know what? I kind of think the person did what they said they did. I think they did what they did. But right. you messed up as far as how you frame it. So I I cannot give you what you want. Right. Right. And then you still go to get it. So it's just a messaging that you send that it doesn't absolve him of being a, a slime ball, but it does speak to this idea of quote unquote judge during executioner. Yeah. Well, when it gets to the thing that I mean, and this happens, and just because I've been involved, you know, with in all in the in the, in the world of you know, because 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 what we're, we're we're like quasi having this kind of conversation about law, right? And like, you know, and I and I'm I'm, I'm saving some thoughts for this one day. I'm gonna have a do a long rant on the foolishness of the idea of someone being soft on crime and and anyone allowing someone else to accuse you of being soft on crime without you know kicking them hard in the chest, you know, verbally. You know what I mean? Uh, within the construct of peaceful dialogue, you know what I'm saying? I'm not like, you know, I ain't advocating necessarily that anybody need to get kicked in the chest. I'm just saying, if someone accused me of, you know, what's insinuated in that phrase, but the the idea that we have here is like we if you haven't sat and thought about what is the actual toll of not just, of accountability, Right and of uh, and of punishment, right? Because we sometimes think of punishment as accountability, and accountability then could could be manifest as punishment or a punitive outcome for a person for something that they did, right? Um, and that doesn't always make whatever they did go away. Um, it does, you know. There is there is a value to the persons that are harmed getting acknowledgement from the community that the community cares <laughs> that something happened to the person that harmed them, right? So we got all these different perspectives and points and the, the place where we land in 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 in, in, in the kind of the middle and even though the middle isn't the best way to say it as a large society is like if the, if the dude never played football again i mean ultimately I, it wouldn't be the end of the world for me it'd be fine the um but <laughs> when you get to the question of you know these concepts of like due process and that you you know if we, if we made rules about something and then, you know, when we don't like the rules, we want to throw the rules out and get new rules, right? Why do we even have rules to begin with? Like, we got to, there got to be some sort of way we try to figure this out that um, you can get a sufficient uh, proper outcome. And 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 then the, the bigger question of us as a larger society not figuring out a way that doesn't require again placing sort of the authority to make this decision in 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 his employer, right? When we have a government, <laughs> we have a government of the people, by the people, for the people, right? That we should be able, and then we have the other ways as a community we can engage and talk about. Like, all right, hold up, man. Like as we we referenced when we was talking about, uh, I don't remember which thing it was, but basically the idea that because we don't operate with any you know restorative collective concepts. In our broader public conversation, we can't do something where we be like, nah, nah, man, we're gonna get Deshaun, we'll get everybody Deshaun harmed. We're gonna like we all gonna work this shit out. 
right? And if it means he got to go kick rocks for, for you know, he got to just got to do something else besides football for a living, cool. Uh, if it means, you know, I mean, I think even just 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 as a, as an additional ringer for the people that I believe in his contract too, like he's not allowed to go to no massage that ain't from the team. <laughs> like you did right, you can't go to no massage ballers. You did right. <laughs> listen, you listen, man. He don't need to go nowhere with no ideas, feelings, perspectives of none of the above, man. And he need to go talk to somebody, man. Absolutely. Because regardless of if you were found guilty, something's going on. Yeah. Now, also, and here's a challenge that we have. I'm not positioning that where I'm at with it. But if he comes to terms and agreements with the people that it is identified that he haunts, then what is the society's responsibility beyond that? Right. Right? Like, whether you call it a paying mob, hushing them, whatever. Because we got this interesting thing in our society where, like, someone said you did something. We don't know if you did it or you're not. <laughs> but you come to terms with them. Mm-hmm. And then no one can talk about it anymore. Yeah. Regardless if it happened or it didn't happen. And then we don't know how much you gave them. I'm not saying that's worth whatever happened, but maybe at some point, legally, you determine that maybe it was worth it. Because at some point, you say, hey, you did something to me. And it were, it, regardless if we call it illegal, it was uh, egregious, right? Let's just assume that. And then that person says, you know what? Might have been a misunderstanding, or I might have did it, but I don't want to talk about it no more. And here's the number to that, Right? Then there's a question of, as a society, what do we owe if that person has agreed to move on? You know, um, and and again, not that it means that we shouldn't care, but it means that that person decided that this, this issue is going to be at least legally resolved by this, if not culturally, right? So I think it's a lot of the stuff in our society that frankly doesn't make sense wrapped up in one case. And it's like, okay, NFL, you know, Stephen, people who are already super wealthy get six months, weeks off for doing something you know they did. Right. (laughs) Like, absolutely, you know it. Trying to get a person, not just from one team, from two teams, right? The Dolphins were found tampering not only when he was with New England, but when he was with Tampa Bay. And all the way back to 2019, like before 2019. So it's several, this ain't no like, we just started, like we just got into the tampering game. Like, so, you know, I, I don't know if we got to a clear resolution. I just wanted to say for the record, it's a whole mess. And as long as we continue to use sort of inadequate systems to try to resolve these complicated questions, we're going to get less than adequate outcomes. And, you know, I ain't saying we got to accept less than adequate outcomes, but I think if we can start to have an open conversation, like, yeah, that's a terrible out. That's not a really fully sufficient outcome, right? Um, in, in many different spheres, we can start to get to like, well, how do we get to some better outcomes? And then, you know, also start maybe adjusting our expectations. Now, I'm not, I'm not saying that um, I don't think I don't think in any of our spheres of influence, I was just reading something 
which I'll save for a, a later conversation, the, you know, kind of the, it was a Newsweek article about like kind of the, the conservative business backlash against wokeism, which, you know, had all kinds of issues with just the idea that, you know, there's just a way that they frame some things. I'm like, man, you're really making it seem like that's a reasonable way to think about the world. But anyway, the, the larger point is that we, we, you know, one of the worst things anything anyone can have is get good outcomes from bad process. And we have a whole society that has, you know, got lots of great things out of like, you know, making people toil in pain <laughs> and misery. And it's like, but look at the size of this plantation house. It's beautiful. Look at the pillars and the white on that paint. It's great. Yeah. But look at these people over there, uh, humans being degraded and, and, and you know, and uh, commodified in order to make that. Maybe this isn't a good process. Maybe this is a terrible process and we should just acknowledge it was a bad process. But, you know, you know, not, not to be Raji the downer, I'm just saying. Like, so there's that. And there it is. <laughs> <laughs> so the other thing I wanted to touch on with you quickly was your man's, West Virginia's own, you know what I'm saying? Joe Manchin, um, in a turn of events, you know, after initially saying, yeah, and there ain't going to be no climate deal to the inflation and the blah, 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 blah. I was like, oh, actually, I got a climate deal. I hear the climate deal. I'm cool. You know what I'm saying? And, 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 and they, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm more comfortable that the inflation will not be impacted, whatever, you know, stuff he said that, you know, I ain't going to say the man lying. I'm going to just say, you know, I would, uh, yeah, I ain't going to say the man lying. You know what I mean? But the... The interesting piece of it is like, I mean, politics and the way politics and public policy and decisions are made in our society. I just feel like old Joe, you know, has enjoyed being the center of attention for what, the last year? Absolutely. And I think we can never overestimate in society the way someone's behavior, whatever you may think of it, not that he was some super duper extra progressive, you know, um, Democrat to begin with, so to speak. You know Quite the I mean? contrary. Right. But just the the way someone uh, position and situation changes when they have more power and leverage. And so whatever you thought about them, you know, people say, well, you know, I guess I guess the easiest proxy would be in our society or most people experience is someone comes into more, you know, uh, financial, uh, you know, prosperity and supposedly, you know, you got changed since you got that money. You know what I'm saying? Especially if it's fast and sudden uh, money change. But whatever the case may be, sort of like, you know, Joe, old Joe's over there being Joe Manchin for the last however many years he's been Joe Manchin. But now Joe Manchin is the dude who sits in this place. Like, oh, everybody got to listen to me. Everybody got to take my meetings. Everybody got to respond to my invites. Everybody got to come to my, my hearings that I call because they want something from me. Word up. Let's do it. You know what I'm saying? And um, the uh, you know, that then produces whatever it produces. Like, I ain't saying that he's right. I'm saying some of y'all should have seen it coming. I mean, I think some people did. That's obviously why he quickly became um, the, like, let's talk about, you know, Joe, what, what's Joe Manchin going to do, right? But the then I think, you know, 
I'm, I'm, I don't know. I have no inside information. Justice is not a political insider of the D.C. Beltway. But my external assessment would be, you know, last summer I got to be the star. I don't want to let go just yet. Also, though, I really, you know, I am, you know, I'm more with these dudes and those dudes. And I can't like totally, you know, let uh, this climate stuff. I can't let this fall apart all the way because, you know, I am kind of more down with these guys than those guys. And if I do that, then these guys look pretty much look totally inept. So therefore, I'm going to make them sweat. <laughs> for a couple weeks then i'll be like yeah i got a deal here's the deal i like let's do this and there we are you know what i mean uh you know so that's my thought so i got a lot of thoughts about this almost as many thoughts as i had about when jd kissing them destroyed the locks last year <laughs> um versus but i got a lot of thoughts about this too so number one i want to say that i think and, and this is to folks who consider themselves progressives. It, you have to, it's one thing to study what you want, but it's also good to study how things come to be. Change in our society is as much about the ideas as it is about the timing of when the ideas come to pass. So when you look at what Joe Manchin supports, or what he would go for. What he has gone for is frankly nothing that he never told people he wouldn't go for. Joe Frank Manchin never wanted widespread families to get tax rebates from like taking care of the kids. That just is never what he's thought. And so if you thought he was going to do that because Joe Biden is president, you're wrong. He wasn't going to go for what he wasn't going to go for. You don't have to like it, but you should know what you're dealing with before you deal with it. And you, and very similar, we should be really clear about our expectations of what we're going to get. Even if someone campaigns and tells you that they're going to do something, you should still have your own idea of what you reasonably expect. You can have what you want to see, but then you should have what you could reasonably expect. If I ask Messiah to clean his room, I know what I might want to see, but I also know, frankly, what he <laughs> what is more likely he's going to produce. So if he does not produce what I want to see all the time, I cannot be chastising or punish him knowing realistically that's not what I'm going to see, right? So in the same way, I mean, let's be clear. We got much more of a climate policy than we have in generations. Yeah. Like generation, this is a generational deal. This is not an okay deal. This is a huge deal. Right? And we should respect it as that. And that doesn't mean it would be okay, but it reflects the fact that the window of society has moved even to the point where someone like Joe Manchin is willing to vote for a climate deal. Mm -hmm. It is not without its warts because... Frankly, he still represents a state that is making an energy transition. And that's really important for people to think about. Because if you live in a space that you don't acknowledge that people's jobs have still been lost, that there are places still creating, still using coal and natural gas so, you can, so that you can electrify your car, right? Like if people should acknowledge that, that where you get your electric from, when you get an electric car, it ain't solar power. Yeah. 
right? They're not right. using the 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 wind the wind turbines in Holland or the wind turbines outside of Maryland. They're not producing enough energy for you to do that yet, mm-hmm. right? And so we still have an energy in America. We still have an energy transition. And it doesn't mean that you're not progressive to recognize you have we have an energy transition. Yeah, and I think. Most rational people, Joe Manchin included, knows that the future of American energy cannot be um, in the destructive methodologies that we have used up until now. Now, if you disagree that he doesn't want to move as fast as you, then you have a broader disagreement with wide swaths of the segment of America. (laughs) Because there are wide swaths of the segments of America who are not sold on solar energy or not sold on hydro and are not sold on wind. And as another thing I think we have to think about, we have to write in the costs of what those things will mean to people who are currently receiving energy that is not the cleanest. Mm-hmm. Right? Because because there is a cost to that. America has benefited from cheap energy, which is why you leave your air conditioning on all the time. Again, you're not leaving your air conditioning all the time because of them solar panels. You're leaving energy all the time because of some pretty destructive ways that we mine energy, right? And that's just real. So I think it's an example of the way politics is done, and it's not pretty, and that's why you send people to do it who know the arts of it, not people to – like you create – you put the ideas in the public sphere, in the public square to move things, but you send people to facilitate it as much as people laugh at Chuck Schumer. You know that Chuck Schumer never said a negative thing about uh, Joe Manchin. Nah, <laughs> right? He didn't. He didn't get mad, even when the White House, which it show you, and as good as Biden is, and I'm going to name the person, Ron Klain, made a really bad judgment on the things that the White House was sending out to the point where the White House had no role in this actual deal, mm-hmm. because the White House made it personal. Yeah, because they were pushed by parties in the Democratic Party who were like, make it personal when it wasn't. And he was going to cut a deal. And also the reality of it is every for whoever wanted the semiconductor uh, deal. Right. And uh, different people have on, on different places had different perspectives of the semiconductor bill. But it was no way that he could have supported a climate deal before the semiconductor deal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The semiconductor deal would have been dead on arrival. So Schumer has been there long enough and understands the personalities of people because politics, like anything else in the world, is about personality. Yeah. And if you think politics is just about ideas, think about your family. <laughs> right? right. <laughs> so people in your family who you got to get them to a place to accept the thing happening. Right, right. It ain't about the it ain't about the righteousness of the idea. It's about that person being okay with how they feel about the thing. Yeah. You know? Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's just, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a lesson in there to to be had about, you know, ultimately our outcomes of our society are going to be made on human decisions. And I think all of us falter when we, when we lose sight of the idea, or maybe we don't understand that we actually have to get people to do stuff. Not like not like units or voters, you know, or entities or whatever, or parties like these kind of theoretical 
proxies for. Like we're talking about people, and you got to get the people to be on board with something if you you know are trying to change a society or redirect it, or if you're trying to make things better or whatever you're trying to do. And you know, not to say that every other everyone always does it well, but the places sometimes you know that become the like compelling story on your late night news they always personalize it with a person so that you identify with the person and then you might then feel some sort of way based on what you feel about or presume about the person right because when you talk about it in a in a larger way kind of like it doesn't seem real but when you think it's a person you're like oh yeah yeah should watch out for those toads man give me give you a weird bad you know bad rash touch one of them toads right like the um but like we externally there's a and and i'm I'm trying to do better right that sometimes when people are just saying stuff like on social media or public other streams that they're maybe just venting you know sort of their frustration about something and i shouldn't take it that seriously but i am always concerned that like even you know i'm very measured for the most part so usually stuff i say i i felt comfortable saying it you know, not to say that I'm not accountable if I said something that was, you know, offensive or inappropriate or hurtful. Um, but largely I try to be pretty accurate, you know, pretty clear what I'm, you know, even if even if I'm clearly saying I don't really know what I'm saying, like I try to say, I don't totally know what I'm saying. So I'm saying this because I want to say it, but I don't totally know what I'm that saying. So I'm open, you know, for correction and modification of this position, right? That's right. That's right. <laughs> um we're to be open, we're to be open, you know, we get to the known. Through dealing with the unknown, right? And you know, even according to mathematics, we draw things up. We take our knowledge and wisdom and draw them up to understanding. That process is a there's 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 fusion there, right? Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. there, there's some energy created. <laughs> gonna be some heat. There's gonna heat, be some heat coming heat, off that right? couch, like my man from Belly. It's gonna be some heat coming off that couch, man. But we have to be open to that process. But I do, you know, just to add on quickly, I think that the difference between, and this is social media, and I think it's very interesting that you know those who are controlling social media understand that when we read something, we take it as truth. Mm-hmm. The brain takes it one way until you actually deal with it differently, right? Like. You, you someone says something, you like, man, what? Or you'd be like, I agree. Mm-hmm. And that itself, it actually draws you in. Yeah. Because you either like, man, what the fuck? Or you like, I agree. Tell, tell them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. You're like, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. And yeah, and it and it creates a thing, right? But I, you know, to your point, it's like the the challenge is that through forms of social media, through forms of you know what I call the original social media, aka the barbershop and the beauty salon, because you know the barbershop is the original place people say crazy shit, and then everybody like some people agree or some people just get silent, right? right? <laughs> like when people start talking about COVID came from you know the uh, the five G tile towers. You know, something that we won't, we, a lot of us have, have forgotten and won't get back to the people <laughs> who we generally thought were reasonable people said crazy shit like COVID came from the towers, <laughs> you know, and there will be some people who will make in, equally incredulous statements about monkeypox, um, which will be proven to be, to be untrue, um, you know, whether it's in the barbershop, or, you know, you and I both know sometimes somebody says something in the barbershop and they, and they say one thing that feels a little 
interesting, but you know, people be like, oh, okay. We think about that. Then they make another statement. People are like, oh man, you're on a roll. And then they make one statement that's totally out of control and everyone just goes silent. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or they go, I don't know, man. You had a good point with the other shit, but I don't know. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you know, whether so whether in the original social media, the barbershop and the hair salon, or in the new social media, it's about statements are put out there. And it's just about really be, people being able to reserve judgment on statements that they can't qualify and think through statements that while they may be good for to like attract people to a dialogue should not be taken as like rational political, rational political theory. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So, you know, I mean, you know, like I said, uh, Joe liked to be the the hero and the villain, the villain and the hero. Good job. You know, way to go for him. You know what I'm saying? But I think it's also ultimately if we're able to, um, you know, get some of this stuff moving in and the, the chip deal, you know, there's definitely folks that I know I read some, some conservatives, I guess, felt that folks signing up for that was like, oh, man, we let them get basically let we let them get a win. <laughs> and we said, we're just like, oh, man, don't you I thought y'all love this country. What happened to that? Right, right. Oh, love this country. I thought you loved window. You, you love to preserve national security unless the other person came up with it first. Right, like oh, so you mean you know we, we should feed the children unless you know you're not the one feeding the children, then we don't feed. Like I mean, this logic is not this is not good thinking. It's a bad process. Like we should be working on deliberative, you know, using our intelligence and our capacity to solve problems to come up with good answers. You know, regardless of you know you know even if the people who you you don't always like, if, if the guy I don't always like says something good over there. I'm like, wait a minute. I don't always like what you say, dog. But that right there, that's a good point. That was a good point. That's right. You should work on that. So, <sighs> um, real quick, because I, I got to wrap a little early for this one. Um, I just wanted to, I don't have to say no super superfluous language uh, around, you know, great Bill Russell um, uh, returned all week uh, in the midst of this, rec- you know, between the last time we talked and also Michelle Nichols um just two fantastic um and impactful you know uh black folks in different ways and obviously in different spheres um but in terms of public figures um that you know one you know i've been telling people for the last couple of years you know we, we're gonna lose a lot of people from our childhoods because a lot of them folks is gonna be you know they up there in them ages where you know it, you know it could happen and um so not unexpected, uh, at least for me. I, I was playing for myself. Um, but, you know, respects to them. And I, I just think the, the only thing I, I'll say one beat about R- Bill Russell is I would I would really, I really appreciate it, folks. It, it kind of acknowledged a little bit more of his overall, not just, like, where he fits in the mix of this thing in terms of, like, the, the nexus between sports, entertainment, civil rights social social activism you know being you know publicly present um but also though man like son was nice at at at, at that sport and uh sometimes here our generation we, we get a little uh we get a little bit disrespectful not in our generation a little bit younger than we us. we get beside ourselves because we deal with michael jordan worship yeah and we need to it's either michael jordan worship or or LeBron James worship or Kobe Bryant worship. And we think that no one played basketball well before 1985. And it's, it's just, it's just crazy 
that we think that everybody that came before the time the basketball was on television every damn night mm-hmm. couldn't stand up and couldn't play. I'm going to say it differently than you would. That's because you are very thoughtful and you're <laughs> and measured in your statements. Quite measured. He won 11 championships, dog. He was the first black coach. And played. He was a player coach. First of all, that itself qualifies that there's no one in his league. There's no one in the league of a man who was a player and a coach. In the most racist, outwardly at least, town in America. That the police were breaking in his house, defecating in his bed, telling him people outside were doing it. And it didn't come out until the 1990s. And you still won 11 chips and went up against, arguably, the one of the other greatest players, a player that scored 100 points in a game. Yep. And, and you were still in the league when one of the other players. <laughs> right. And one of the other players, y'all act like it wasn't good, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. <laughs> so uh, to everybody, and I know this for some for people who are listening, some of our, our people are listening, they are really supportive of Jordan and Colby. Or, you know, we got to stop this 1985 and on idea of basketball. Not to say nothing about his actual, hum- like, humanity, right? And him, him as a humanitarian and him, you know, I'm not even talking about that, right? How we would we would want that. And only one of the three people who we all get infatuated with in any way has tried to deal with any engagement around being anything in society, frankly, and that's LeBron James. Mm-hmm. Now, don't get me wrong. I don't expect best. I don't expect people who shoot balls into hoops to be humanitarians. And I don't want my children to look up to people who put balls in hoops. Mm-hmm. Right. That's a thing that we have. We've abdicated, frankly, way too much. But anyway, everybody take a look at Bill Russell's life, not just the, the man that he ended up being or, but also actually his basketball talent to how much that, you know, basketball and black folks have lost. Absolutely. And, um, you know, I guess the only neat I'll add on Michelle Nichols is just, you know, it's hard to be the one that's out there, you know, especially in that, in that day and age on in a sci-fi show, you know what I mean? And, um, and whatever the weight, and then and then you know, there's a whole other stream of stuff from you know her role in helping to get black women um, into into being hired by NASA to get black women and other people um, into science and and recruiting and uh, you know other layers, and then just you know, um, it's it just it's a different sphere, but it's definitely also you know you know appreciate appreciation and uh you know you know. Just to give give a shout out, you know, peace to both of them. May their families, you know, what I mean, be able to 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 take some um, take something positive that the world loved loved the person that loved them. <laughs> so absolutely, yeah. So that you know, we can call it a wrap. All is good with the order, sir. Indeed. So I would say peace. Peace. <laughs>